Welcome to Garden Talk with your local growing experts from Bookleaf Gardens, where we help you grow. Well, good morning, everyone. Along with Steph Griggs, I'm Mona Dyer, and this is Garden Talk, brought to you by Bookcliff Gardens. Where we help you grow. Well, we have an absolutely glorious morning underway. It we is do. so pretty out there. And there might be some things growing out there. There might be some things growing out Whoa. there. Early. 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 Right. Uh, we, it looks like we're about, uh, a lot of plants right now are about three weeks ahead of schedule. Which is, you know, kind of understandable. We have been really mild. We've been kind of warm. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, those those plants, they've decided that uh, things are warming up and uh, they yes. want to go. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Rick and I were talking last night. All of a sudden, it just clicked in my brain because as soon as we open back up in February... We've been busy. We have been busy. Yes, ma'am. I mean, ma'am. from the minute and the phone calls that we kept getting before we opened, we're like, whoa, people are... Do you remember last year? It was later. Yes. Because it was colder, gloomier. Yep. And we kept saying, man, this is a slow start till sp- to spring. And this year, yeah, opposite. Opposite. Right, opposite. right, uh, right off the bat. <laughs> so we've got a, a nice weekend of weather uh, average temperatures are as we just said warmer than average we're looking for a high today in the high 50s with just a few clouds rolling through warmer still tomorrow uh, we're looking for highs in the low 60s on sunday we'll have a storm rolling through on tuesday and there is a really good chance of rain Uh, The highs on Tuesday are going to stay down in the mid-40s, so a pretty pretty big temperature drop for us there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Weather is going to clear on Wednesday. By next Saturday, though, we'll be back up with highs in the low 60s. Yes, so just Mm -hmm. a few days. Yeah, just a few days. We can use the moisture that we're expecting midweek. Right now, we're on target for where we should be with the monthly precipitation for February. We're in right now at 43 hundredths of an inch of rain but we're still well below where we should be for this time of year we're off by about a third of an inch of moisture so it's dry out there. it is dry out there so you know hopefully this storm midweek will will wet us down a little bit uh help us out some it's mm-hmm. uh it, it's just you know come on little little mm-hmm. more rain let's let's get her done yep Come on, let's do the rain dance. Let's do the rain dance. Yes. Well, it was a great week at the nursery. Oh, before I get oh. too far down the road, let's uh, let's remind people we are talking about gardening today. Oh, yes, we are. And we would love to have you give us a call. If you've Any got questions? a question, uh, a concern, something on your mind, just not sure um, what to do or when, give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. Our number is 245-1100, 245-1100. It was a busy, busy week at Bookcliff. Yes, things are hopping. They are hopping. Uh, yes. We got a truckload of shade trees that arrived on Monday. We have a oh, phone good. Call. We've got a phone call. Good morning, Line One. How can we help? Mona, stop. Hi. Good morning. Hi, Debbie. I tried to call before you start when you said call in because <laughs> you I tried knew. to do that before you started talking <laughs> now i interrupted you again it's That's okay it's sorry. okay <laughs> what's going uh, okay. on in the garden well i this is what i wanted to say um when you when steph said oh things are popping up already mm-hmm. well first of all 
dandelions. I'm. <laughs> uh, oh, I haven't seen the dandelions. Really? I mean snapdragons. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. They're we'll take... popping up. Oh, that's okay. good. And, snapdragons. <laughs> and, and and I have last summer I bought some little hyacinth bulbs. Uh-huh. And then I transplanted them. Uh-huh. I love them. I transplanted them and and I put they're in my little porch thing. Mm-hmm. And they're coming up already. Oh, that's like, great. Oh wow. My son has the perfect light in his um kitchen and he's really good his plants are like gorgeous. He took it it disappeared and I'm like, hey, Royal, do you know where my plant is? He goes, yeah, I took it inside. <laughs> so it's going to bloom in wow, there. That's great. And that the, is great. But it's doing it. Those bulbs are doing a double duty right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they already, it's like every six, they did it every six months. I also have tulips yeah. coming up. Yeah, that Absolutely. doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And they, they are, you know, about three weeks sooner than what we would expect. But the soil is nice and warm. And so the bulbs are thinking, yeah, hey, let's go. Yeah, why let's, not? Yeah. Let's get this party started. Why but they not? Can, they can handle the cold, right, Mona? Oh, yeah. So they won't die if it goes cold oh, yeah. again? They they will do just fine uh, with cold. Yeah. I've I've seen tulips uh, blooming right th- up through the snow. They'll be mm-hmm. fine. Yep. Mona found naked ladies. Yes, I have naked ladies. <laughs> Just naked ladies. I have that are naked out. ladies. I was out <laughs> rummaging around and um, happened to, to scoop back a little uh, patch of leaves, and there are little naked ladies under that blanket <laughs> of leaves. And so I, so I covered them back covered up. Covered them right back up. Because, after all, they are naked. And so I, <laughs> I just didn't I didn't want to take a chance. I just covered them back up. Yeah. But, yeah things, not, just things not, up. not just yet, ladies. Yeah, that's just right. Just a little just, longer. Just, you know, stay under there just a bit longer. You'll be fine. All right. Cover up with your blankets. Indeed. Don't you love your blankets? I do. Oh my God. I okay, do bye. Love that. Take bye, care. Bye, Debbie. Yeah, the bulbs uh, are, are popping up. I've, I've noticed a few little batches of tulips here and there. Uh, we've got another caller. Good morning, Line One. What's your name? Good morning. My name's Phil. I was uh, looking at planting some grass a little early on just some uh, native dirt soils. Is it too early to, to spread seed and, and start putting some water down? You know, I think it might be just a little bit early. Typically, grass uh, needs the soil to be just a little bit warmer for it to, to have um, any chance of germinating. You could, as long as you've got um, access to water, you could give it a try, but the germination will happen much faster if the soil is just a little bit warmer. So, um, you know, you could maybe put a little bit down and then do another batch of it a bit later once the soil warms up some. Maybe wait, maybe wait, oh, let's see, we're at the end of February. Maybe wait a month um, to, okay. yeah, to allow that soil to warm up just a little bit more. Germination relies on two things. Well, it doesn't matter what kind of seed it is, but it relies on two things. Germination relies on moisture and it relies on soil temperature. And depending on what kind of seed you're using, some seed needs the soil to be warmer than other kinds of things. 
So depending on what grass variety you're thinking about, you might be able to get away with doing um, something now as long as that germination temperature is within range. Okay. Okay? Okay, thanks. That answers my question. You have a wonderful day. You You have a great day as well. Yeah, everyone is so antsy. So ready. So ready. We want to see green. We do want to see green. We had a truckload of shade trees and um, fruit trees that arrived on Monday. Yes, and I just got a text from Rick saying, don't forget to mention the fruit trees oh, and the, because they go fast. They do. They really do. Yeah. And we uh, we always uh, do a call list uh, with mm-hmm. with um, uh, for people that have been waiting. We call folks and let them know yep the particular variety has arrived mm-hmm. you know whether it's whatever kind of plant it is we we do our best to make sure that people that have been waiting are notified well mm-hmm. it's my understanding that mm-hmm. Wednesday and Thursday were real hair on fire kinds of days yeah um, because the telephone calls went out and so people came right in there they there were some folks or maybe some folks that have a question as far as when the plants can actually be put in the ground mm-hmm. the answer is as long as there is no frost in the soil mm-hmm. you can plant yeah so uh, as an example at my house there's no frost in the soil right, right now right. so it would be perfectly fine for me to plant uh, a tree or right. a shrub or whatever at my house now i there's a caveat on the north side of the house it is it there's a difference there's still a little bit of of frost crystal in in the soil on Uh that side of the house yeah but on the south side and west side there's no there's no frost in that in that soil right so as long as the soil is workable it's okay to plant Mm -hmm. and the the plants that we have received are um, still sleepy they're still dormant Mm -hmm. not leafed out or anything Mm -hmm. so getting them in the ground when they're asleep this way is is really um, great because what happens is those plants roots sit there until the soil warms up to the correct temperature Mm -hmm. and then the plant leafs out as if it's always been here yeah yeah. And so it's, I mean, it's, it's prime it's, time. It is prime time. It's prime time. Yeah. The other um, set of plants that we got in was a big shipment of evergreens. Oh, wow. That truck was. There were 60 wow. bald and burlapped evergreens on this tree. Now, don't, don't everybody jump in your rig and come <laughs> down. Uh, it, it takes a while to get ball and burlap evergreens processed. Mm-hmm. for ready for sale mm-hmm. and and the process is it it's a big deal mm-hmm. um first they've got to be each one unloaded and each tree weighs several hundred pounds i mean mm-hmm. this is this is with a, a tractor and you get it off the flatbed and gently set it down and and not hurt it so that's that's the first thing mm-hmm. then they have to be healed in which means we put uh the the ball the root ball in a a big long berm of soil get it all tucked in snuggled in and and standing upright so that we can take care of it get it watered and and do all of those and the things. watering process is a big thing the too. watering process is a big thing um getting it getting them stood up getting the watering system set mm-hmm. then we need to measure them because the big ball and burlap 
evergreens are sold by the foot. Right. So, so they, they have to be measured and then they need to be tagged. And so it's a process. It is. It's a a really big process. Tyler said that he believes we'll be ready to start showing people these trees probably Wednesday or Thursday. Gotcha. So that's that's the goal. If you want to see a video of the truck, I'm we're going to post a video on Facebook and Instagram probably the first part of the week, so you can kind of see what it's like to just what the that load that truckload of all those trees my goodness and the tr- yeah and how many how many men and women were out there i uh, there were at least 7 yeah yep it Just was it was all hands on deck it was all it's, hands but that's what it's like when a truck rolls in it is so fun it is and hard work it was just when i rolled in i thought oh man but the weather was gorgeous <laughs> it was it's not always that pleasant of it, weather right and, uh, yeah. a lot of times when uh, we're unloading trucks in the springtime um we're out in the rain and the wind and the snow and the mud and yeah and we're we're grateful yeah uh, to to have this happening right now our employees cars are loaded with layers of clothing yes Just, yes we've got <laughs> we never know we have and, we, it's like an extra closet yeah and shoes uh-huh. or boots or, yeah <laughs> dry socks dry socks everybody needs dry Hats. socks mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. for sure yeah. all right we are coming up against our first commercial break if you've got a question something on your mind please call us we'd love to talk to you our number is 245-1100-245-1100 along with steph griggs i'm mona dyer this is garden talk and we'll be right back dear winner Toyota's got 22 vehicles with available all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, and that's more than any other auto brand. From winter-ready SUVs like Grand Highlander and RAV4 to steady sedans like the Camry all-wheel drive, Corolla hybrid all-wheel drive, and the Majestic Crown, plus rugged trucks like Tacoma and Tundra, we're ready for winter action with solid traction. Yours, Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturer's websites as of 11-21-23. Visit Turner Toyota today on East Main in Montrose. Toyota, let's go places. Every business needs a customized strategy. DWC CPAs and advisors provide comprehensive advisory services tailored for your unique industry and business. We provide insight and advise clients on financial performance, strategic planning and optimization, business startups and growth, business valuations, succession plans, wealth management, and much more. Find us online at dwcadvisors.com. DWC CPAs and advisors, investing in our people, clients, and communities. Stay snug and dry no matter what Mother Nature throws at you with AAA Mountain Waterproofing and Rifle. From new construction to remodeling and additions, garage floor coatings to leaking foundations, the AAA pros will protect your real estate investment by making sure water doesn't intrude into your home or business. To arrange a free quote, visit aaamountainwaterproofing.com. AAA Mountain Waterproofing, keeping Colorado dry. It's good to be moisture-free. AAA Mountain Waterproofing.com. People spend a lot of time going to a lot of places to get a lot of things done. They don't realize that we can do it all in one place. The glass brokerage can do your car windshield, your shower door, your coffee table glass, even things like screen repairs, door closers, or window replacement. We are a full-service glass shop. We do it right, we do it quickly, and we make sure that you're satisfied so that you'll come see us the next time. Stop into the glass brokerage at 2200 East Main or give us a call at 24-BROKE. Glass brokerage. 
right, contestants, here's your next question. You're driving on the highway when you see an accident on the side of the road and a state patrol car with its lights on. What should you do? Chris, you rang in first. Um, slow down? Ooh, sorry. So close. Mary! Uh, move over? No, no, no. I'm sorry. The correct answer was slow down and move over. That's slow down and move over. Not one or the other, but both. Mary, you still have the board. I'm sorry. Is this an actual game show? Nope. It's a public service message for Slow Down, Move Over, Colorado. Ah, that makes more sense. Slow down and move over. It's the law. Learn more at sdmocolorado.org. NBC Grand Radio shares this message to support our community. I always tell people I was the luckiest guy in the world. I wanted to be an army man or a fireman, and I got to do both. As a firefighter, my job was about saving lives. I never thought one day I would be fighting for mine. After spending his career answering the call to save others, Ken was diagnosed with ALS. Now he's facing his biggest battle for more time. For 70 years, Muscular Dystrophy Association has been answering the call to help people live longer and more independent lives. MDA means to me hope. MDA is leading the way for people living with ALS, muscular dystrophy, and other neuromuscular diseases by accelerating research, advancing care, and advocating to empower families like Ken's. I wouldn't be living as good of a life with ALS if it wasn't for MDA. MDA is helping people live stronger and love longer. Learn more at MDA.org today. The Jesse Kelly Show. You want open borders? Vote Democrat. That's what you're voting for. Then you deserve this. Weekday evenings at 7. News Radio 1100 KNZZ. Welcome back to Garden Talk with your hosts from Bookleaf Gardens. Well, welcome back, everyone. Along with Steph Griggs, I'm Mona Dyer. We're talking about gardening today, and we thank you for joining us. If you've got a question, something on your mind, give us a call, please. Our number is 245-1100. Well, the greenhouse has been busy, busy, busy. It has. The carts are starting to roll oh, on through. Oh, my goodness. The ladies planted up 7,500 baby strawberry plants. Dorothea. On the last cart through, she said, oh, my God, thanks. <laughs> thanks Thank and you. praise be. Because first they had to trim them. Yes. Kind of, because yep. they come in pretty. They, they come in in, in great big uh, boxes that are filled with plastic bags that have the little plants and sand in them. Yes. So the, the process is, is kind Picking of a, through. you got to pick through, find the little plants, shake the sand off of them, pick off the, the leaves that have gotten crunched or might be looking bad, prune the roots off to about an inch long, and then stuff those little bitty plants. They're, uh, by the time they're, pruned up they're maybe an inch and a half yeah, to two inches so. tall with mm-hmm. a couple of leaves on them mm-hmm. stuff those little guys down in a, a in a, a little puddle of soil mm-hmm. give them a drink of water mm-hmm. and there's one i know <laughs> just it's so, it's a pro- another thing that's just a process it's just a process and, and it's just so fun to walk back there and there's a several ladies sitting there at that bench just and just chattering working, just working away. away got sand flying leaves flying roots yeah. flying 
yeah. it's it's just something else. Uh, have lots of, of baby plants already up and started growing mm-hmm. in in uh, both greenhouse one and greenhouse two. Yep. It's just boy, it's it's hit the, the perini- fan. The perennials are about to go outside yep. again because we need room. We do need room. The the grow room's putting pressure on us because we're going to have a big. We, well, it's actually going on right now, but we're going to really highlight it the first week of March when we open up and we have our plant expo. Mm-hmm. But we have a red door sale going on, 40% off. And there's lots out, gift items, gloves, um, chemicals, fertilizers, uh, fertilizers mm-hmm. all, and it all has to go. All of it. it. We it it's all got, of it's, it's got, got to go. go be someplace other than in that greenhouse. It does. So you sh- come out and shop our sale. Yeah, come because shop they're the putting sale. pressure. We need those benches mm-hmm. for the plants. So it was a great idea in the winter time when that that was empty. But now it's like okay, and it's it's only the first week of March from now until the fir- last uh, first week of March, mm-hmm. and then it's 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 out of there. Need to need to get it get it gone. Yes, get her yeah. done. Lots of folks are anxious about getting um, something going in the garden. Mm-hmm. And because it's been so nice, it is absolutely okay for you to get started on getting your cool season crops going. Yes. Um, there are things that can be direct seeded right now if the soil is workable at your house. Uh, folks in Palisade, for sure should be ready to go uh, mid valley probably is okay fruta or loma mm-hmm. might might have a little frost yet in the soil but you're real close to mm-hmm. being able to direct seed mm-hmm. things like your lettuce and spinach your arugula uh, a lot of your root crops like uh, beets and carrots uh, radishes uh, all of those things that are root crops uh, we had someone ask um, recently about um, uh, buying starts for beets and you know it really doesn't work very well root yeah. crops don't like to be transplanted right so they like to to set their little root and be left alone yeah. Yeah. so those guys need to go in the ground and and stay there mm-hmm. just stay there yeah and uh, that's easy it is just plop it in the ground yeah and just just throw and the when seeds the ground down, warms up away they go up they pop yeah same with the lettuce mm-hmm. all of it the other thing uh, that is okay to plant now are uh, coal crops, which are things like Brussels sprouts and broccoli and cauliflower, cabbages, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you can transplant those. Yep, those guys are, are very easily transplanted. The, the, those plants are a little funny. They, they appreciate growing when the weather is cool, but their seeds take a little bit higher temperature to germinate Mm -hmm. and and it takes more time because it's kind of a tough big seed Mm -hmm. so a lot of times if you try to grow by direct seeding a cabbage or a a brussels sprout or a broccoli you're disappointed because it takes so long for that seed to germinate that you're missing out on uh, maybe three weeks of cool weather that they would uh be growing in so those kinds of plants it is really better to start with a seedling and you can start your seedlings in the house and Mm -hmm. then transfer your plants outside right or you could drop by the nursery because we've got some and they are beautiful they are we've got uh and they're outside they are yeah we've got a couple 
couple different batches of them. We had a we've had a batch out now for about three weeks or so, and they were doing great. Have been doing great. Uh, even took a, a couple of, of pretty heavy frosts. The frost didn't hurt them, but they got sunburned. Yeah, I, we were just talking about this over break. Yeah, they got sunburned. They yeah. went outside, and um, we forgot about the, the fact that inside the greenhouse, the greenhouse offers them filtered light. Mm-hmm. Well, when they went outside, they were in direct you know, bright, direct sunshine, mm-hmm. and their little leaves got burned. They're going to be fine. Yeah. They, they look a little raggedy right but now, they, they but they'll be fine. Better. Yeah. Yeah, and the shade cloth went up in right. the breezeway. The, sh- the shade cloth went up, yep. and so the ones that just went outside, they're no, not going to no. get sunburned because no. they've got that little bit of an umbrella. Yeah, and the ones that got sunburned, that toughened those little babies. By up. golly, they're going to be they're just tough. fine. Yeah, I've seen things like broccoli and cauliflower tolerate temperature down to nineteen degrees. Wow, and still produce some absolutely lovely produce nice by the end of june yeah. i mean so the, if you're antsy to get something in the garden yep this is this is it's just for you it's a it's a good weekend to do it because mm-hmm. we've got uh, some some nice sunshiny weather mm-hmm. plants are already hardened off and the mm-hmm. seeds we've got a full stockpile of seeds mm-hmm. uh, that we re- always receive seeds in in uh, the fall so that we've got a fresh supply come spring when all of us are absolutely itching yes. to get outside. Yeah, I know. Have to get outside. We're itching right now. Absolutely itching. What's happening in your garden? So I, uh, Rick brought home, he, he told me he was going to bring a couple of bags of soil pep home. And I was like, honey, I think you need to bring several. Because you think, you look at that big bag and you think it's going to go a long way. So I've been soil pepping. <laughs> yeah. And... The, I just had the, like this one kind of small area and I was like, hey, come look what one bag of soil pep looks like. Mm-hmm. So and Debbie reminded me that I had planted grape hyacinths out in this area. So I'm going to keep a close eye. Yeah, It'll take a em. while. Mine are new babies. Mm-hmm. So and now they have soil pep over them. There so you it go. might take a little no, while. They'll, but, they'll be along. But they'll all, be along. Of, all around my roses. And, and we were talking about my roses last week mm-hmm. and we're thinking it might be time to do because i've got some green shoots yeah if so a, a good rule of thumb on deciding when to to prune your roses mm-hmm. if you are seeing green shoots that are say two inches long mm-hmm. 10 inches up from the the ground okay two inches 10 okay two inches long 10 uh. inches up from the ground Time to time to start pruning. Okay, do it. I'm gonna go look because those plants are awake. Time to time to get going. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. You can slow them down a little bit if you if you're still not convinced that you want to do it. You can slow them down Mm -hmm. just by scooting the mulch back from them. Oh, because that keeps the roots scooting. Yep, scooting the the Ah. mulch back is going to allow. Yeah. For um, some nighttime yeah. cooling. Which would probably be good right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, garlic. The Got garlic. It. My garlic is popped up. That's awesome. How tall is it? It's um, maybe, an, some of it's an inch, and I still have some others that are still just slowly kind of coming well, up. Well, and, but. you know, they may, they may be that way because Clyde laid on it. <laughs> 
That's exactly he, where he was laying. Yeah, he just he just <laughs> packed stirp- down the ground a little bit. So the the backstory here: Steph went out to water the garlic here a few weeks ago, gave it a yeah. nice big soak of water, mm-hmm. was so happy to to get that chore done on a, a bright sunny day. She turns her back to go in the house, looks back again at the garlic patch, and the great big fluffy yellow dog <laughs> is laying in the middle of in the garlic the cool patch. earth oh yeah. thanks Clyde he, he was in heaven thank you buddy appreciate you <laughs> yeah good grief which speaking of that I probably need to water it again yeah it's time it's time to water yeah, again. give it another drink I'll, yeah. I'll be watering uh, my garlic this week again yeah, yeah. uh it Hopefully mine is up bring the rain yeah uh, it yeah, always how tall does. Is yours, Mona? Mine is about three and a half, four inches <gasps> tall. Yeah, it's it's, it's gotten coming on. it it came on yeah. it came on quick when it yeah. decided to pop. It decided to come up pretty big. Yeah. This week I'll also be um, giving it uh, a dose of fertilizer. I always like to fertilize. Oh, okay. um, start my monthly fertilizations in February. Okay. So I'll I'll give it its first dose this week, um, okay. and then once a month uh, through. Uh, the end of June, okay. or well, maybe maybe first of June is when okay. I'll do the last one. Will you use book club fertilizer, um, or do you what do you what kind well, of fertilizer so do you use? So I like to use um, a, a quicker release a nitrogen fertilizer in the garlic patch just so that I can keep pushing okay. the nitrogen. Okay. The the ProTurf lawn food would work just fine. ProTurf is a slow release fertilizer, but mm-hmm. I like to be able to um, push it a little yeah. bit faster okay. because okay. the the idea with growing a, a good crop of garlic is to see how big you can get the stand of leaves by the first of June. Okay. And that's because all of the nutrition that's built up in those big leaves Mm -hmm. shoves itself in reverse and goes back down to form the garlic bulb. Gotcha. So the bigger the leaves, ultimately the The bigger bigger the the head of garlic. If you've got little wimpy leaves, then the garlic head isn't going to be very big. That makes sense. All right? Okay. So uh, the way I picture it is I am doing everything I can to make a jungle of garlic leaves. Yeah, so that your bulbs will be big. So I've got bulbs the size of baseballs. Oh, That's what I'm after. Love that garlic. Love that garlic. Gotta yes. love that garlic. Yes, okay. I'm going to fertilize too. Yeah, give it, and and it, it doesn't have to be very much, mm-hmm. just a handful and, and sl- it. sling it sideways like you're, you know, throwing a, a sidearm baseball Okay. and just scatter it out good. Make sure though that you do water it in real well mm-hmm. and, and rinse it off of the leaves okay. because fertilizer pellets can burn the leaves and okay. you really want to try to avoid that. Yeah, okay. Especially um, if, if any of those pellets land in the very center core yeah um you it, don't want that no it can it can hurt the yeah. plants a little bit okay well i've got my frog eye out there, yeah get so. the, get get yourself grouped and it's going to be a, a nice day today and tomorrow both yeah. drain Boom. that hose out get her done get her done. get her done mm-hmm. well we're up against our last commercial break folks if you've got a question or we can help you with anything please give us a call our number is 245-1100-245-1100 along with steph griggs i'm mona dyer this is garden talk and we'll be right back dear winner toyota's got 22 vehicles with available all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive and that's more than any other auto brand 
From winter-ready SUVs like Grand Highlander and RAV4 to steady sedans like the Camry all-wheel drive, Corolla hybrid all-wheel drive, and the Majestic Crown. Plus rugged trucks like Tacoma and Tundra. We're ready for winter action with solid traction. Yours, Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Based on the manufacturer's website sites of 112123. This is Kevin Lamar for Western Slope Toyota, a mile and a half west of Mesa Mall. Shop us online at westernsloperto.com. Well, hi, everybody. Dr. Ron Kasky jumping in here. Write my phone number down. You're going to need it, 877-218-1972. Get on my calendar for a no-cost, in-person, face-to-face appointment where I can show you how to protect, preserve, grow your retirement, recession-proof your retirement, and make sure your retirement never retires. Give me a call. My time doesn't cost you a penny ever. Call me today. Listen to The Ron Kasky Show, Saturday mornings at 11 on KNZZ. Leaks or dark spots on your shingles? These can be signs you need a new roof. If you see the signs, go to Signs Roofing to get a free estimate. They are the best in the West for a reason. Find out why at saenzroofing.com. Signs Roofing. 1100 KNZZ. Dependable weather. Sunny Monday, Grand Junction 63, Montrose 59. Mostly cloudy overnight, 38. Jets, showers and breezy Monday, 63. Children are the greatest joy and our best hope for a better future. Friends, they are the future. But did you know that millions of kids right here in our own backyard are facing hunger every day? Without healthy food, It's harder to grow, to thrive, to feel their best. The impact when children don't have enough to eat is tremendous because when you're hungry and your basic needs aren't being met, you cannot learn. Every child deserves to be fed. This is a problem we know how to solve. Food is not just food. It's energy, health, confidence, hope, and even love. Yes, love. Breakfast in the classroom contributes to kids being more focused, which leads to higher grades and simply just their well-being. Thank you! Learn more about how No Kid Hungry is helping end child hunger in America at helpnokidhungry.org. I'm Scarlett Johansson. My family relied on public assistance to help provide meals for us. These meals fueled my involvement in theater and the arts as a child, which fostered my love for acting. The Feeding America network of food banks helps millions of people put food on the table. You can join the movement to end hunger by donating, volunteering, and advocating. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. News Radio 1100 KNZZ. Grand Junction. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Donald Trump enjoyed a sizable lead over Nikki Haley heading into today's Republican primary in South Carolina. However, the state's former two-term governor, Haley, says she plans to stay in the race even if she comes up short in her own home state. A long-awaited post-war plan by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu shows that Israel seeks open-ended control over security and civilian affairs in the Gaza Strip once the war is over. Israel insisting it must root out all Hamas control if its own citizens are to live in peace after the October 7th terrorist attack that left more than 1,000 Israelis dead. Senator Tom Cotton says he's been predicting U.S. support for Israel and its war against Hamas would waver. Even though President Biden started as a strong advocate, he's 
being swayed by domestic political worries by some pro-Hamas Democrats. This is SRN News. No one's immune from misinformation, but if you want the facts, then you're in the right place. What is true? What is true? News Radio 1100, KNZZ. Welcome back to Garden Talk with your host from Booklet Gardens since 1968, where we help you grow. Welcome back, everyone. Along with Steph Griggs, I'm Mona Dyer. We have just about, uh, say, 13 minutes or so to go. And if you've got a question, something on your mind, we'd love to talk to you. Our number is 245-1100-245-1100. Out in the garden right now, it is a good time to get some dormant oil spray on your fruit trees or on any kinds of shrubs that you might have had some trouble with powdery mildew on. Mm, uh, powdery mm -hmm. mildew and aphids can really be well controlled with a spray of dormant oil. And uh, dormant oil is just a, a very light grade, um, almost a mineral oil kind of spray uh, that you uh, run through a, a hose-in sprayer is probably the most efficient way to do it. Uh, and it'll control aphids and, and things like that. And just it, it's a, a quick, easy, um, non-chemical way to take care of those pests. We've got a caller on line one. Good morning, line one. How can we help? Hi, Mona. Hi. Uh, another thing... Well, I'm so thankful what we, you were just talking about. But in a, I have a honeysuckle outside my back door, outside the kitchen door. Mm -hmm. And it's green and it's getting ready to bloom. Oh, my goodness. And <laughs> so, Debbie, there tell are me evergreens, I know. And it's kind of sheltered from, well, okay. It's up against the house, so it has some warmth. And um, it's on the north, no, northeast side. Anyway, it, it gets the sun in the in the morning, mm -hmm. and but anyway, it's and there's birds living in. The, oh, I'm sure. Okay, I better be quiet because. <laughs> <laughs> so is it? Tell me this: are the are the flowers the the uh, yellow and white flowers? And it, they are. and it smells really yeah. good. Yeah. So the, the variety that you have is called uh, a Japanese, it's a Hall's Japanese honeysuckle. And it is an evergreen plant. There are lots it's amazing. Of, yeah, yeah. Amazing. It has survived through a lot of hardship. Mm -hmm. uh, and, there, and now it's blooming and birds live in it. It's amazing. <laughs> That's great. You're contributing to the ecosystem. Indeed. If there aren't birds, if there aren't birds and bugs in, in something, then you we're not contributing. That's, that's right. That's, that's the a, way it works. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> great. Okay, princesses, right. I love you. Yeah, have a great thanks day. Thanks for sharing, oh, Debbie. Bye. Yeah, so dormant spray is um, a, a cheap quick way to take care of some of those things that uh, might be bothersome uh, in your trees and shrubs. I have uh, one particular lilac bush. It, it sits smack bang in the middle of the yard, of the lawn rather, and it periodically uh, had been coming down with powdery mildew as a result of um, the overspray from the lawn sprinkler. Mm -hmm. Well, once I figured out about the dormant spray and giving it a, a spray with, with uh, this stuff uh, before it leaves out, 
a lot of that difficulty with nice. the with the the powdery mildew um, ceased. Mm -hmm. It still gets a little bit here and there, but mm -hmm. not nearly what it used to get. Yeah. The trick with using a dormant spray, though, is you need to put it on the plants when the plants are dormant. That's mm -hmm. why it's That's called dormant yeah. spray. Yeah. So what you want to shoot for is hitting it as the buds are starting to form, but before the buds actually crack mm -hmm. open. You don't want to be able to see any green um, portions or stripes on those buds, mm -hmm. and certainly not any kind of a, a pink or a white of a flower that's that's trying to pop out of right, that bud right. because that oil uh, will will mar the coloration so get any any plants that may have had trouble with aphids or with powdery mildew give them a, a good squirt with with dormant spray do a good job of coating all of the the branches mm -hmm. and and stems all the way around it's it's magic and nice. it's, yeah and it's it's not toxic mm -hmm. it's it's simply um, it's mineral oil, mm -hmm. so it works yeah, really well. That's a great tip. Uh, folks, I know are anxious to get uh, some of their own seeds started. Uh, I've got a few tricks uh, to help you get it done right. Um, you know, we we all have had um, uh, plans, great plans for doing wonderful things, and and for whatever reason, we had a misstep uh, and tripped and fell, and then we got sad and. Mm -hmm. swore we'd never do it again but we always do it again anyway uh -huh. uh, so a few things to keep in mind um, don't start your your little seeds too early you need to check the seed packets uh, to figure out what's the timing for getting them started based on when you think you'll be putting them outside so for us here in the the valley uh, usually mother's day is when we Think we can safely put things outside mm -hmm. so you back time on your calendar based on mother's day as the go outside time and back time the information that you find right. on your seed packets right. okay so that's the first thing don't start too early because if you start too early you're liable to have plants that are too gangly yes they get spindly they get spindly and, and when you put them outside then they don't thrive because they're already weakened mm -hmm. because they just they they weren't happy at the onset mm -hmm. okay use quality seedling mix when you're when you're starting your seeds mm -hmm. you want something that will stay kind of light and fluffy mm -hmm. something that will drain well uh, because as we mentioned a, a little bit earlier in the program when a seed is trying to germinate it relies on moisture and warmth so the seedling mix that you use should drain well to to be able to hold moisture but not be um, soggy the, mm -hmm. Those little plants, the, those seeds don't want to be floating, but once the seed germinates, it needs to drain so the roots don't drown, okay? Germination depends on that moisture and the soil warmth. So if you are trying to, to get them to germinate, say, on a windowsill, you may find a, a scenario where things stall some because at nighttime, the, that window ledge may be getting a little bit oh, too cold. Yeah. The soil is getting cold. It's about bottom heat to begin with. The mm -hmm. soil needs to be kept evenly warm. And if you can keep that soil warm enough, 
those plants will germinate way quicker. Once you get the little leaves mm -hmm. popping in that seedling tray, then that's when you want to move it to a place where there's more light. Yeah, and the that makes sense. And the windowsill is just fine because that little bit of a fluctuation in temperature mm -hmm. actually can help to kind of mitigate how fast the plant is growing. Mm -hmm. It can make them a little shorter and stockier. Mm -hmm. Do make sure if you're using um, an outside source, you're using the window, make sure to turn your seed flat. Oh, that's a good so idea. So that you don't have your little plants all reaching. Always. <laughs> Get, you know, turn the seed yeah. flat so that so that the plants will, yeah. their stems will be more upright. Yeah. It's just, it's that makes ju sense. just a matter of helping them. Yeah, just keep flipping it. Yeah, be a little straighter. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, let's see. A soil thermometer would be something I think uh, everybody could really use from the standpoint of knowing when to put their little seedlings outside. Mm -hmm. Different plants want the soil uh, to be different temperatures. Mm -hmm. For example, bro uh, broccoli and cauliflower, they don't need the soil to be much over, say, 55, 60 degrees. Whereas a tomato plant, it wants the soil to be up closer to 75, 80 degrees. So use the soil thermometer to check the soil temperature before you put your baby seedlings outside. That will help you to um, take those little guys to the next step. Right. Because you, you work, don't want to shock them. Right. You work so hard to get them up and growing to begin with. Mm -hmm. The last thing you want to do is have them freak out on you. <laughs> when you actually put them outside. When, when you put them outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's just... You, you don't want to do that. You, mm -hmm. You've spent so much time and energy and love on them. Yeah, I know. It just, it hurts your feelings. It does. <laughs> we get attached. We do get attached. We name them. We do. <laughs> you you had some things that you grew from seed. Are you growing things from seed this year too? No, I, you know, I haven't started anything this year, but I might get a little help from my friends back in the grow room. Mm -hmm. I'll grab a tray and start mm -hmm. plopping some stuff. I have some uh, seed that I'm really excited to try. Uh -huh. I uh, spotted them when we were unpacking seeds last fall. And mm -hmm. so as soon as, as they got everything out onto the, the uh, racks, I snagged a, a package oh, of these seeds. We've got a caller on line one. Good morning, line one. How can we help? Yeah, I had a question for Mona. Okay. Um. I was wondering about, um, I've got a fruit tree that doesn't drop its fruit. The birds, you know, get to eat it. And anyway, it's got a lot of suckers um, on it. And I was wondering if there was some sort of fabric or something that I could uh, kind of put around the base of the tree to um, keep them from coming up. Uh, what kind of fruit tree is it? Um, you know, it's... It's uh, like a, a crab apple, I guess, or something, but it doesn't drop the fruit. I got you. Okay, yeah. So it's a, a crab apple with persistent fruit. So um, uh -huh. I suppose you could put um, some landscape fabric on the ground uh, around the base of that tree. But my caution for you would be this. You don't want to have the fabric so tight up around the trunk of the tree that the, uh -huh. the tree uh, bark is pinched 
by that okay. fabric. Um, that can be that can be very detrimental. It can girdle the tree um, and okay. ultimately kill the tree. How? Let me ask. How old is the tree? You know, it's probably uh, we bought it when or we got it when we put in the house or built the house. So. Uh, probably 17 years, 16 years. Okay. And are these suckers, are they right up close to the trunk, or are they out further from uh, the trunk of the tree? They're right up at the trunk. Okay. You know, I bet that if you just maybe once a year go out and cut those, prune those off uh, by hand, uh, uh-huh. just cut those suckers off um, down close to the ground, and then just walk away. I bet that if you keep those pruned back and maybe um, uh, put just a a shallow layer of mulch over the top of where the suckers are, that may stop. Um, Typically, if the tree is that old, what you're getting is just a little bit of additional leaf structure growth. I think if you simply just cut them back, you should only have to do that about once a year. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, I keep them cut back, um, but then they they seem to come back again. You know, like like you say, I cut them back once or twice a year. Right. Yeah, and but I thought, well, maybe I could put like a newspaper down or something like that. And just, and you uh, could you could try it. Block I mean, it out, block yeah, it out. use okay. use a newspaper as a, a kind of mulch just to to kind of block out um a little of the sunlight that's that's encouraging that that sucker growth okay it's worth okay. a try all right thanks okay. for the call appreciate thanks. it uh-huh thank you very much you bet well i hear our traveling I music hear so soon you folks come and see us we're easy to find a mile and a half north of first and patterson 755 26 road we're open from 10 to 4 monday through i'm sorry wednesday through saturday Soon, on March 2nd, it'll be seven days a week. Seven days a week. Come see us. You guys have a great weekend. Bye-bye.